I'm Amelia and I'm five years old. Hi, I'm Joshe and I'm seven years old. Hey, this is Mommy. What's up, everyone? I'm Daddy. And you're listening to It's Movie Night. And this week we watched A Christmas Story. Metro Goldwyn Mayer put out this Christmas classic in 1983. It's rated PG and has a runtime of one hour and 33 minutes. Another kid-friendly movie MGM put out around this time was The Secret of Nim. Girls, what would you say this movie's about? Start us off, Zosh. It's about a boy who wants a BB gun for Christmas. That's exactly what it's about. Amelia, can you add anything to that? The dad who doesn't like the neighbor's dogs. The Bumpuses. He does not like their dogs. Yeah, so this movie is about a boy named Ralphie who tries to convince his dad, mom, brother, teacher, and even Santa Claus that a BB gun is the most perfect Christmas gift and that he should get one. Some familiar faces in this movie, Ralphie Parker is played by Peter Billingsley. He is Ming Ming the elf who tells Buddy he's behind on his etch-a-sketches in Elf. He is the ticket agent in Four Christmases, and he directed one of Daddy and I's favorite guilty pleasures, Couples Retreat. The old man, or dad if you will, is played by Darren McGavin. He is Brian Madison, who is Billy's dad in Billy Madison. And lastly, because there's just not too many familiar faces in this movie, is Scott Farkas. He is played by Zach Ward. He plays DC in Wild America and Dusty Richards in Ed. And then the director of this movie is Bob Clark. He directed Baby Geniuses and another Christmas movie that is definitely not for kids, but it's my favorite Christmas horror film, and it's 1974 version of Black Christmas. All right, so let's get into this movie. Mommy, do you remember what age you were when you first saw this movie, and did you like it? I can't remember how old I was the first time I saw this movie, mainly because my mom would put the TBS on every single year. Um, So I always watch this movie in pieces, depending on where it picked up or left off when we would turn the TV back on. (laughs) Yeah, I I can see that. uh, So yeah, it's been around for as long as I can remember. Um, Liking it, not so much just because I was forced to watch it. Like even my dad would be like, what about you? I want to say that I saw this movie maybe around two or three because, you know, it came out in the 80s and I know my parents were into it. I do remember liking it. I remember liking it when I was a lot younger and just enjoying it every year because it was like you had said, TBS, you know, they showed this, I guess in 1997 is when they started doing the 24 hour marathon of this movie. And so every year on Christmas Eve, we go to my grandma's house. It was the only thing that was playing. It was the only thing that was allowed. If you turn the channel, you might as well have been committing the biggest sin of all time because this is the channel that this TV stays on. So 1997 helps pinpoint it then. So I had to have been at least five for sure for the 24-hour marathon to hit. Yeah, it's an iconic film. So I could see why they chose to put this as their 24-hour marathon movie in 1997. So if they decided that they wanted to get rid of A Christmas Story as their 24-hour marathon movie, what would you want it to be? What can you watch for 24 hours? Um, I say it is a toss-up between Elf and a Muppets Christmas Carol after we watched it. Okay. I feel like I could sing the music completely from Muppets Christmas Carol, and it's just a classic story. Um, And Elf, I I know there are a lot of haters out there with Elf, with Will Ferrell, but I feel like that's a strong family movie for us and my parents. What would you replace it with? Or would you keep it a Christmas story? I would definitely not keep it a Christmas story, um, just because I feel like it's had its time. I would want them to do 24-hour Die Hard, I know it's rated R and it's not necessarily a movie that's made for kids, 
but I would show our girls. So I think Die Hard would be a fine substitute for this movie. It breaks up all the the magic and cheer of everything else we're watching, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Explosions. We need them. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the iconic scenes in this movie, because these are the reasons why they chose to make this movie a marathon for so many years. Yeah, it was very, very beloved. Let's start with the first one. Fragile. It must be Italian. So my family is very into a Christmas story to yeah. the point where one year my mom got every single person mini um plug-in leg lamps like it was a night light <laughs> um and everybody got a christmas story stocking and like everything that was inside of it was themed to this movie and uh, all the time uh, they would constantly say that like oh you got the what does he call it the but it's a major award that's what it was see my family would be hanging me out to dry right now for not knowing that <laughs> um but yeah i got very intense one year when you think about it, though, that was a very risque thing for 1940 to have, you know, a, a woman displayed like that in your front room. Yeah. Another iconic scene is the tongue to the light pole. Now, it's played off in a dare that they... dare triple dog dare. Yeah, that they want him to stick his tongue to the light pole because they don't know if it's true or not. Have yeah. you ever done this? I have not. I know, just from Dumb and Dumber, honestly, oh, yeah. I would never do it because of Dumb and Dumber. I saw that and I was like, nope, I'm not even taking a chance. I believe it. It's wet and it's that cold outside. Yeah, if you have dampness to it, it could freeze right away. Well, that's science that I didn't understand. And even after seeing this movie, I didn't understand that. And yeah. I was like, no way, this is just made for the movie. And I did it when I was younger. And it was, it was like in my backyard and I was the only one around. And I was like, it's not going to work anyway. So I did it. And it stuck yeah. and it hurt. And I was, and I only did the tip of my tongue because I was like, if I get to pull away, I don't want it to hurt that bad. And it hurt. It hurt a lot. But uh, I learned my lesson. So if you're listening, kids, do not stick your tongue to a pole in the wintertime. It will stick. I did. I don't know if you heard me that I immediately told the girls, I'm like, don't ever do that because <laughs> it is true. <laughs> I'm sure that if Amelia was here, she would say that that is the lesson of this movie is don't stick your tongue to the pole. It, oh, definitely. Another iconic scene. Oh, fudge. Except I didn't say fudge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we can say that we wouldn't want this to be the marathon movie anymore. And we could say everything we want. But it's so hard to not say that this movie is iconic. And this movie has so many moments that are quotable. And relatable as a child. Like, you know you've done that. Do you remember the first time that you realized you dropped a word in front of your parents and you were like, uh-oh. Oh, fudge. Oh, I remember that. What was that? And then you just freeze. <laughs> like, everything in your body's like, oh, I did it. I said it out loud. <laughs> yeah, so that was another very funny scene. And uh, I could see why people liked it at the time. Yes, but they, in all honesty, they set Ralphie up for failure. You're going out to help your dad with a car thing. Anything regarding your dad and fixing a car or fixing something is going to result in some form of profanity. <laughs> yeah, and I did say right when that happened, I said that I was shocked that the dad didn't respond quicker than Ralphie did. Yes. Because as a parent, if I would have been the one that hit something out of our kids' hands... And the nuts went everywhere. And the stuff went everywhere, I would have been the one that cursed. Yeah, it's been like, oh, it was my fault. Because yeah. You, yeah, he was holding on to it, and then the dad bumped it out of Ralphie's hand. So it's like, yeah, you could say, oh, you weren't holding it tight enough, but it's like, well, you hit it. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely the dad's fault. Yes. Ralphie should not have had soap in his mouth later on. Have you ever had soap in your mouth? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, okay. I have. I um, Not only have I had a bar of soap, I have had soap pumped into my mouth. Oh, for yeah. Me. Yeah. I've had liquid soap as well. <laughs> I preferred bar of soap if I had to pick one. Well, yeah, because it doesn't ooze between your teeth. Oh, it's gosh. <laughs> yeah. Some of these bath and body flavors, though, man, they smell pretty good, so... <laughs> yeah, I might just walk into the bathroom and try that marshmallow fireside that we got in there right now. This stuff smells so good that I gotta believe that it's gotta taste good to some degree. I mean, you're, they say your smell and your taste is connected, so at some point it can't taste all bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, another scene in this movie that's so cool is uh, the pink bunny pajama scene. Ugh. It's the pain in that kid's eyes. Yeah, Ralphie, he's he's not into this at all. The mom in this movie, like when I, this last watch, I was like, this mom needs to chill. Go upstairs right now and try on that present. She went to all that trouble to make it. Now go on. <laughs> like you're not going to offend her. This is the time before phones and, you know, digital camera pictures. And so Aunt Clara's not going to know. Just tell her he tried it out. Yeah. <laughs> Aunt Clara must not have kids or sons. To like, Probably what are you not. what are you doing making a a bright pink jumpsuit for a nine year old? They don't <laughs> wear onesies anymore. <laughs> I would totally wear it though. I feel like that's that's become one of those iconic things that if you have that on Christmas and you go to an ugly Christmas party or something, that's one of the best outfits that is going to turn heads when you get there. And then last but not least, this whole movie, like Zosha had said earlier, is about this kid who wants the Red Rider BB gun. And at the very end of Christmas morning, it's probably been an hour or two since all the Christmas presents have been opened. And they ask Ralphie, hey, did you get everything you want? And he said, ah, mostly. He goes, oh, there's always next year. And the dad says, what's that behind the desk? Yeah, over there in the corner. And even the mom, I didn't, I never paid attention before that the mom was even... She had kind no of, idea. Yeah, she had no yeah. idea that the dad had gotten this. And he goes to get this present and he's unwrapping it. And the mom is like, what are you, are you crazy? Kind of like having their own conversation. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, well, I had one when I was, you know, eight or whatever. He's nine. When I was his age, yeah. Yeah, so he gets his present. And it's so heartwarming. It is. It's wholesome because he is like, oh. <gasps> He, he does this whole movie. He's trying so hard. Like his imagination and his mind is taken over to the point where even his teacher's like, where are you at, Ralphie? Like you're standing in front of me, lights are on, but no one's home because all he could think about is this BB gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which another iconic line. You'll shoot your eye out. You'll shoot your eye out. Even Santa, he's like, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. But yeah, it's, it's so cool that he gets the gift that he actually wanted. You know, the whole time you're watching this movie, you're thinking, no, oh, man, he's not going to get it. And there goes the dad. Savior. Which is still wild that has uh, not aged well, if you will. Could you imagine buying a nine-year-old a gun in 2023? No, I couldn't imagine that. That is something that has not aged very well. No, it's wild. So when you were younger, did you have a, air quotes, Red Rider BB gun that you were like, I, I want this present so bad. I hope Santa brings this for me. And then you got it? Um, I remember a couple things. I remember one when I was a lot younger. Do you remember those like robot electronic dogs? Yeah, I do. I had a silver one with blue ears. <laughs> okay. And I was so like, I, I wanted it so bad. I saw the commercials for it and everything. Um, it had the little like digital bone it came with and stuff. I thought it was so cool. And I did get my digital dog. Uh, I can't remember. What are the name of those? It was called a Poochie. That's ah, what it was okay. called. A Poochie. Um, so that was one when I was younger. And then I remember one when I was a preteen, my brother and I, um, the PS2 came out. Okay. Um, my mom worked midnights when I was growing up. Um, and she had at happened. At the hospital, right? Yes. She yeah. was at the hospital. 
Um, so she had worked Christmas Eve, so we let her sleep in a little bit more because we were preteens at this point. So we didn't do Christmas quite as early as when we were kids. Mm -hmm. Um, and my dad was like, you can open one present before your mom wakes up. And of course my dad has no idea what's, you know, what Santa brought, what was wrapped, what wasn't anything like that. So we picked, of course, the one present we probably shouldn't have opened until my mom was up. (laughs) And Nick and I ripped that open and sure as well, there was our PS2. And my brother and I taped the wrapping paper back onto this box so that we could reopen it. Oh, so your mom mom was surprised too? Yes. We rewrapped our present and opened it again. And I literally told my mom the story two days ago and she looked at me like, what? And I was like, yeah. So that was actually the second time we opened the PlayStation (laughs) 2. So I wonder if my dad will hear about that. That's wonderful. That's a good story. What was your Red Rider BB gun? I remember in 1998, these came out. These were hot. These were $35 when they first came out. And oh when boy. they came back out for Christmas time, they upped the price to $100. These were Furbies. Furbies. I wanted one so bad. I didn't even know what they did. I just knew that it was the hot craze and everybody wanted them. And you I was, needed one. You know, 98, I was eight years old and I wanted one. And it was the very last present that I got. So Santa hit it in the tree so well, so that way when I went through all my stuff, that was the last one for me. It was a light gray with a white stomach, and it had dark gray tiger stripes on it, and it was so cool. And I remember just being so happy that I got it, and I was so thankful that Santa brought it for me. So something that I really liked about this movie, uh, the music, it was a mix of like caroling music mixed with bells and horns and he was even like full orchestras at times and i was like okay this is kind of cool Ooh, the one thing i do want to mention with music that i really liked um speaking of it being in the 40s is when the family was driving home from getting their tree and they were all singing together in the car ah, and yeah. it's like there's no radios in the cars <laughs> there's no seat belts in the cars nothing so that they're all bundled up and you could tell they look really cold and it's like there probably oh, no yeah heat. there's no heat yeah. there's there was no air and heat there were no seat belts in the cars there were no radios so i thought that was like a really cute moment that they were all singing together because otherwise it's like well yeah how we're we gonna pass the time till we get home you know it's really boring to sit in the silent and the cold looking out the window so i, re- I really liked that part yeah that was a nice touch And then another human element to this movie that I really liked was that they show that even though things don't go according to plan, especially for their Christmas dinner, uh, things will work out. They went and did their own thing afterwards by going to the Chinese restaurant when the Bumpus's dogs ate their turkey dinner. Like, it was a nice element as well as everything else. Like, uh, when the fight happens in the movie and Ralphie and his brother Randy think that you know, Christmas is canceled now because yeah. they're bad here because Ralphie was a bad kid and the mom just comforts and, you know, covers for Ralphie, covers for Ralphie yeah. and it's, it's super nice. Like things work out. And that whole scene, I lo- it's, it's so wholesome because they're, they're singing uh, Christmas carols inside the restaurant and the dad and the mom are laughing and because everything's just goofy and they're having a good time. And even though this is not the dinner that they planned, everybody seemed happy. That's what I appreciated yeah. about it. Like their their Christmas dinner got ruined, but it didn't seem to dampen their spirits at all, even though the dad really loved turkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that actually is a good segue into one of the negatives that I have about this movie. Yes, it is. And it is that scene. <laughs> yeah, that scene. So it's it's another iconic thing. People heavily quote the fra ra 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 ra. Mm, my family does. <laughs> yes. And I'm gonna admit I laughed 
but it's hard. It didn't age well. Yeah, it doesn't age well, but I laughed out of nostalgia. Like, I remember laughing at this so many times before, now understanding that I'm older, that this is just a stereotype and it's something that is making fun of another ethnicity. It's not right. And like you said, it just does not age well. So another reason why this should probably not be something that they air for for 24 hours. Maybe show it once. Yeah, maybe show it once, but it's one of those things. It's like the equivalent to making fun of somebody who has a speech issue. Like, we don't do that. Yeah. 2023, man. We're all, we're all, we're all living that positive life now. Yes, except, <laughs> or we're trying to. Yes, except everyone for however they are. Yep. Um, Something else that I didn't like was the bullying. Obviously, the bullying happens throughout the entire movie. But it's, it's like physical. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. Words can hurt just as much as fists or, you know, whatever physical bully violence is going on. But... It does not age well because I feel like that doesn't really exist anymore either. And then that even goes into like the peer pressure of the double dog dare and the triple dog dare of having somebody do something like, man, I hope our kids never have to deal with a triple dog dare to do something that they don't want to do, but they feel peer pressured into doing it. Like yeah. that just does not age well for me. And I, it's a very big negative that I hope these kids don't think that they have to do something because somebody triple dog dares them to do it. Something else that I did not like about this movie was the whole Santa experience. The workers Mm. and everybody is just so negative and crabby and they just make it like this horrible experience for these kids. And they're just like throwing them down the slide, even though they're getting nervous and crying. They're like rolling their eyes and stuff like these are not meant to be around children. Yeah, the way the elves handle the kids to get them on the Santa's lap, like slamming their butts on the Santa's lap too. It's like, whoa, you can't do that anymore. I wouldn't even want to touch the kids. That's crazy. Maybe that's what they did in the 40s. Maybe. I mean, uh, granted, we have children that don't like going to see Santa. They are comfortable with a nice pen pal relationship. <laughs> yeah. Um, they like to talk to him in spirit and ask, oh, is he watching? But other than that, they're okay with never having a face-to-face moment with him. They like seeing him <laughs> at a distance on a Disney float at yes, a parade. Yes, A nice casual wave they're yeah. comfortable with. So with the negatives, is there parental guidance that comes along with that? Oh, definitely. Um, So parental guidance, language, there is some profanity throughout the entire film. It's a major theme that Ralphie learns all these bad words from his father. We talked about the whole ordeal about getting soap in his mouth. Um, However, most of the cursing is heard as nonsense muttering. So you'll only hear a word here and there. Violence. Again, we mentioned the bullying. There is major bullying in this movie. Scott Farkas terrorizes Ralphie's group every day when they're walking to and from school. This kid just does not let up with his little minion. He twists their arms until they scream uncle. He gives one kid a black eye. There's even one fight that produces blood. Ralphie also has a daydream that did not sit right with me. It's him thinking about the BB gun he wants, and he's a hero defending his family. It's almost like a Wild West theme, if you will. It doesn't sound bad, but when you physically see a nine-year-old boy acting out and talking about permanently taking out bad guys, no thanks. Kids and guns are a solid no and a big violence flag. Um, And for our animal people... Be warned that a dog's ear gets stuck in a door and there's a scene with a cooked duck where its head gets chopped off. So might might make you a little queasy. Girls, was there anything scary in this movie? No. What about you, Amelia? Yes. All right. What scared you? When one of the boys were trying to see Santa and, and the two elf faces were scary. 
yes, the two elves that kind of assist the Santa in the shopping center. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they very, very (laughs) just rotten vibes, honestly. Very impressionable. They've left an impression on me as a kid as well. Yeah, no, I agree, Amelia. Not a fan. Some other things kids might find scary is the bully can be creepy scary. Just he's got one of those faces, Scott, you know, <laughs> like it reminds you know what it reminds me of. And this might be really mean and I don't want to be a bully, but he reminds me of the fox from Pinocchio. OK, there's just something about his fate like he can imitate that mannerism perfect. And it's just creepy. Yes. You could tell that he has bad intentions. Yes. Yes. There's just something about it. Some grown up stuff. There's obviously some suggestive content and comments that come with the lake lamp. There's also a scene where the dad offers Ralphie some of his wine on Christmas morning when he's like, you want a sip? And the mom's like, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, also in Ralphie's daydream where he's like the Wild West hero, he's shown with spit tobacco in his mouth. Again, not cool on a nine-year-old. Not even cool on a 30-year-old. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. Um, cry factor. Uh, it's heartfelt moment when he Ralphie finally gets that present. But I don't think there's anything that's going to bring a tear out of your eye. And as for an age recommendation, I'm going to say nine and up. I think that that's a good age where you can fully expect to recognize everything that happens in the movie. And, you know, our girls, I'm not sure how they feel about it yet, but I feel like there was times that just because of the time period that it takes place in, they were kind of bored with it. So we'll see, though. So Rotten Tomato critics have this movie certified fresh at 89%, which is a thumbs up. And this is the very first time that the audiences have it at the exact same score. Yeah, 89% in both categories. Uh, all right, let's find out what this what this household thinks of that. <laughs> all right, Zosha, start us off. Do you give this movie a thumbs up, a thumbs middle, or a thumbs down? Thumbs middle. Thumbs middle? Okay. How about you, Amelia? Thumbs down. Thumbs down. All right. How about you, Mommy? Thumbs down. If I never watch this movie again in my entire life, <laughs> I will be completely fine. It's 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 got to be a generational thing. I think that it is a generational <laughs> thing as well. What about you, Daddy? What are you giving a Christmas story? Oh, man, it's hard. I don't dislike this movie, but I'm not in love with this movie like most of the world. But uh, I'm going to go thumbs down. Okay. Thumbs down. And if any of you would like to add a Christmas story to your movie night list, it is currently streaming on Max. You can check it out on TBS on Christmas Eve throughout Christmas Day, or it's available across platforms. And after watching, let us know if you give it thumbs up, thumbs middle, or thumbs down. And when you want to let us know what you think about the movie, please find us on social media. We like to post pictures of us on our movie nights, letting you know what snacks and sweets we're eating. We post a dad joke as well as a sneak peek clip theme to the episode coming out that week. It's a fun place to hang out. Our Facebook is It's Movie Night, and our Instagram is It's Movie Night Pod. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another movie night. Happy Christmas!